So Bruno can only see souls now. I really like the moment when you think he's about to figure out that Dapio is Diavolo. And so it's like there's this little like sort of cinematic time dilation with like a car driving by and the headlights. It gets real. Yeah, it's really good. I noticed it too. And the art in this episode is overall pretty bad. So I feel but like not they, that scene. <laughs> they basically put all their yeah, they put all the art budget into that moment and twink Jotaro. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the point of of Diavolo working as an archaeology assistant is, I mean, one, he makes maybe the worst archaeological discovery in history, which is just a box full of arrows. <laughs> <laughs> like I like they don't even have like little nested carved out little slots in the box. They're just in there like hair ties or something, you know, <laughs> like it's the wor- who buried them like they that. They don't That's even have like awful. dust on them or anything. No, it's like it's just it's it's like someone's junk drawer. Okay, theory. <laughs> they actually weren't buried anciently. They, it was someone else found them and like there was like another whole situation with Paper. arrows going on somewhere in like contemporary to that. And they were like, oh my God, I have to bury these <laughs> because they're obviously evil. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about arrows. <laughs> The point is, is that we're talking about something that is not the fucking global pandemic. And I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what it is. As long as it's I, I am grateful Same. that we don't have to talk about Green Day today. Yeah. Yeah. We, good time in getting that over with before we. How many weeks did we miss? Like three or something. Sorry. I think the, the point is, is that it's our fault because we started recording part five, which is obviously cursed. <laughs> the animation team learned it first and now we're learning it it's Look, impossible to lost, just do the entire season we lost <laughs> several weeks of time yes <laughs> yeah it's on theme that's right those yep. weeks they're gone gone <laughs> so <laughs> we're not getting them back so just as a note courtney and i are recording in our usual studio environment elis is recording in, from outer space yeah, yeah from outer space yeah i've been carsed that's yeah. right. <laughs> so, so the so the audio. We're, this is this this whole episode is an experiment. It's an experiment in us doing a remote recording and an experiment in we'll see what this podcast actually ends up sounding like. So, to all of our uh, listeners who always suggest having guests on, we have a guest, and her name is Elizabeth. Hi. Yeah. yeah no, I'm recording <laughs> from my bed. Yeah, so uh, for f- people listening in the future, if humanity still remains... We're making the video game audio files. Yeah. <laughs> this is our contribution. We're in our bunkers. Um, <laughs> the, kind of literally, yes. The panic yeah. pandemic has ravaged... Most people are zombies now. But yeah. we can still stream JoJo's. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, Crunchyroll is still, still online. <laughs> Though nothing else is. Yes. <laughs> There is only anime now. Yeah. Globally. <laughs> so this episode is mostly about Diavolo, which is, I think, why I'm like, eh, let's not talk about it. But yeah, it's like a lore-heavy episode. There's it's some Jotaro. There's some Jotaro. There is very, a very critical evolution in the Jotaro aesthetic. So, you know. Like, I wish that I was presentable enough to include the visual recording of our zoom meeting with this because of the number of times i'm going to be doing air quotes when we say diavolo's character design <laughs> oh i think it's audible <laughs> okay good yeah, just yeah. wanted to make sure 
There's a lot of contempt in your voice. It's pretty, yeah. The thing with Diavolo's character design is that I 100% unilaterally dislike it. I like his lipstick. But like to me, that's just a knockoff of another better character's lipstick. Who? Let's say Abakio. Fair. Yeah. See? I mean, look, Diavolo <laughs> sucks. Yes. We can all agree on that. So the way that other people are confused about like Darby's facial hair is how I feel about Diavolo's hairdo situation. Excuse me. Darby's facial hair is not confusing. It's not facial hair. It's metal. Right. Okay. We already determined. I know we did. Something happened to his face. I don't remember what. It's like a Doctor Doom situation. Yeah. No, I I know, but I'm just saying other people, people (laughs) who aren't as smart as we are, (laughs) people who haven't listened to our podcast. Yes. But but the thing is, is I'm like, is it supposed to be highlights and lowlights? Is it spots? Yes. See, this is where I'm old. Or is he a Dalmatian? I think that he grows his hair out long. And then he just spot and dyes it. And then he it. spot dyes it. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible, but I yes. think that's what he does. Unless he somehow has like a genetic condition. And it mm. does seem that he did grow his hair out because we see his like regular mafia outfit where he has short hair and is wearing like a, just a general Yeah, it's suit. Can, can, can our listeners hear me rolling my eyes? Yeah, right. <laughs> I it's, it's so funny to me that like, because of the inconsistency with Diavolo's whole deal, like usually the animation team will sort of retroactively put a silhouette that is correct for a character on stuff that, you know, when it was in the manga, Araki didn't know what the fuck. I mean, they've done it this season with um, Tiny Feet guy. I think it's um, hilarious that they didn't do it with Diavolo. That's what I mean. Because yeah. like, they did it with I, Kira last season. Look, I have to imagine that what it was, was they, they consulted Araki on it. I, I, I'm being serious here. It's going to sound like you're a joke. Right, you're right. But no, I th- no, no, you're I'm, right. I'm you're sure right. they consulted him on, him on it. And he was like, yeah, no, he's supposed to have short hair in all his flashbacks because he grew it out later. Like that's yeah. He's going through a time right now. <laughs> yeah. um, no, you're totally right. That is definitely what happened, which makes me hate him even more. Right. Like the thing is, it's <laughs> Because I, I notice it, especially now, since now we've got Diavolo's whole deal revealed. <laughs> I could hear that eye roll, too. In in the opening credits. Because every time I see the opening credits where they show the silhouette and then King Crimson comes out, every time I look at it, I'm like, that doesn't look like Diavolo at all. That's no. hilarious that they didn't fix that. You know, it's just so, like, yeah. ah, I, I, mm, I don't like it. But well, we also yeah. learned what Diavolo looked like when he was 18, which was a lot more like Dapio. Yeah, he basically looked exactly like Dapio. So, I like, think we already knew that. Yeah, we did, but like, but yeah. So this is like where he's working as an as a an apprentice on an archaeological dig in Egypt. I know sure. a lot of people who literally did that in college, like went to Egypt to work on archaeological digs, found arrows, gave themselves stands, yeah, and, and then took over the a crime organization. Yeah, an arc of Joe. So so Egypt is geographically pretty close to southern Italy. So it would kind of be like going from New York to Florida to do your schoolwork or something. So I guess that... But cooler. But cooler. Because you get to meet Enya. And it's not Florida. Up to the part about being the final boss of a JoJo's arc, I do really know people who went to Egypt to do field work during college who are archaeology majors. Yeah, I mean, I know someone who did that, and he's an anthropology major. So, like, obviously, you can just kind of wander in anywhere. (laughs) I mean, they just need you to dig. Yeah, right. right? They're like... You have two hands and a strong back. There's a square of string. You know, the like, person go who, for it. who I knew who was really into doing these did constantly try to convince me that I should do it with her. Are we saying it's a multi-level marketing scheme? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> 
a pyramid scheme, as it were. <gasps> Whoa! Sorry, I just scared my cat because I was so excited. <laughs> wow. No, you're right, though. It is a pyramid scheme. Wow, that's that's really like probably the best pun I've ever heard. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so... Mista's rubbing up against the wall. Yeah, yeah <laughs> when... That's how we start. Well, so, right, when Dapio's like, oh, Mista's coming. He's gotta here, hide. gotta hide. It, it like just flashes to Mista for a second, and he's he's like rubbing on this column <laughs> with two hands. Like I don't, I genuinely, it's like I feel like whoever was in charge of deciding what bit, like they they ran out of time. And they're like just have him wiggle. It's like, like it's like one of those, um, <laughs> it's like one of those uh, sexy car wash poses that yes. a girl does at the at the car show. Yes, you know that's absolutely what it is. Yeah. But for or a wall, like, but for a, for a wall. Or it's like if somebody, if someone is like, like, okay, so you know at the end of Harry Potter 6 when Dumbledore is like trying to find the like crease in the wall in the cave? I mean, kind of. That's like what I imagine. I'm like, Mist is like trying to find some, some, some hidden door or something. Yeah, like, like, okay, okay. But I don't, but that also doesn't make sense. So like, (laughs) it's the fucking Coliseum. It's nothing but doors. Like Like, the other, you're, you're, the, that he's trying to do a sexy sell of, of a Colosseum it is pillar. As, yeah, yeah, is just as realistic as mine. Right. I mean, if it was more contemporary, then I would say he's doing an Instagram model pose <laughs> and that Jorna is just out of frame with the camera. But <laughs> I mean, maybe Mista was the ultimate influencer. He invented. Started it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he has, holds the, the top level of influence. He's, he started the trend of tasteless, sexy posing in front of international cultural icons. Yeah. yeah cool. And the caption is going to be like having some me time at the Coliseum. Hashtag no, it's, spiritual. It's be something like more ridiculous. No. Yeah. No, like vacation ho or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like, Come and get me, boys. Yeah. Like oh, you know? yes, that absolutely. Yeah, Mister's Instagram would be nothing but thirst traps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. Well, that's what all his covers are. With I know, right? Pointing yeah. down finger. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Bruno can only see your soul now, which means that this episode. Ever since we watched it again this morning, I've had that fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers song, Show Me Your Soul, stuck in my head. Thank God I don't know that song. Good. You are lucky. (laughs) I wish I didn't. I actually don't know it either. Wow. All right. Well, then. Courtney is alone in his own personal hell. Yeah. I I created this nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) I like that this answers a question I didn't even know I had, which is like, what did everybody do in the early 90s? Um, (laughs) And it doesn't even fully answer it. But the idea that like at some point, Polnareff and Jodoro like. Yeah, they just team up as a duo. Very expensive. But then they split up. Phone mm-hmm. calls or letter write. Somehow they agree that they're like, we're going to just like toot around Egypt some more because that went so well for us last time. Right. And and Jotaro's like, okay, I'm going to take the part four and the part six Countries. continents. Yeah, continents. Uh, and then, and then- <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like I'm gonna go <laughs> advance the plot and you <laughs> hang out. And so they You're like You're gonna be a Deus ex machina in the future. Yeah, in part someday. five, yeah. Just try to hang on to like a limb and <laughs> you'll be fine. Keep um, most of your organs. Yeah. God, Polnareff's initial quote unquote death is just like who I have so many more qu- who rescued him? How did he get <laughs> off that rock? 
a giant bird? Like what? <laughs> I I also I'm also really impressed, and it was like this in the manga too. How they just cut from like an alleyway in an Italian city to the, a sheer cliff somewhere. Like and and your brain has to feel in that there is like an entire chase to like get there or yep. something, yeah. which is actually impressive. It's pretty cool. Well, Iraqi's not going to illustrate the parts he doesn't care about. That's definitely <laughs> true. Which I respect, and, and we're glad he doesn't because when he does, it does not go come well. Out well. No. But yeah, so we get to see a remember park- the chickens. <laughs> Uh, Lionel and Michael and uh, Uh, um, the Prince. Is that the other one? Yeah, Prince, I think. I just know Lionel is definitely lucky to be there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Again, nothing but respect for Lionel Richie, but come on. Someday, like, the Richie family is going to hear this and... I don't know. Then Nicole you're Ritchie gonna be will, the one with your house uh, burned down. Oh no! Yeah. Well, Nicole Richie will just like rap at me, and that'll be enough. And you'll burn your own house. Down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the point is, is we get to see a part five illustrated version of Polnareff and Jotaro. Yes. Which is great. I mean, the Polnareff we've already seen. If you own, like I do, a bunch of the Jojoniums, right? Because uh, you get the sort of modern style of illustration of all of those characters, and Polnareff is is on the cover of one. So that isn't so. I'm used to staring at that and petting it lovingly. But Jodoro, really, God bless. It's so weird to see him look kind of small in any <laughs> respect. <laughs> yeah, Araki couldn't even let Jotaro keep his. Part three his muscles. Beef. No, it's like he's just completely like he's, he's like the doing same. Cardio now. It's weird. He's like the same height and width as Polnareff. Like it's very strange. Whereas like in obviously in part three, it's just like they're he's closer to Jonathan. I mean, he has a tapered waist. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's yeah. Jotaro uh, has just got really into jogging. Yeah, maybe it's like some uh, the bleak manorexia of the nineties. So, something else. <laughs> <Manorexia. Yeah>. So. <laughs> Something else I want to uh, I want to bring up lore wise is in the manga at least I don't know if they specify the year in the anime but in the manga it says that 1986 is the year that crime starts to spike uh, mm. and um, and Diavolo starts like doing all this stuff and isn't 86 the year that Dio's casket was opened Yeah Yeah, yeah. Bum 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 And that's when also, people's like stands started awakening manifesting, and that yeah. sort of thing Yeah Yeah. Well, no, that's just when the Joestar family's stands started awakening. Because remember, like, Avdal was born with his. Oh, that's true, yeah. But, but I mean, right. like, like, but once Dio woke up, a lot more stand yes, shit started happening. that's true. Yeah. But also, if there's just, like, you know, accessory caboodles of arrows caboodles. just stuck around. <laughs> Little... Like yeah, uh, carry those cases. things yeah. you take to the shower, like oh, shower yeah, caddies. Oh, yeah, a little shower caddy. Yeah, Hold bring your, sh- your, your shower. That's why you have to wear flip-flops in the shower. You, you might, might just step on an arrow. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, we get confirmation that soul stink is real. Like, we've yes. just been calling it soul stink because it's drawn like stink lines, but apparently your soul smells. Yeah, your soul pizza has its own unique... But you also smell like family members. Well, yeah, but it's like different sourdough starters from different households, you know. (laughs) So everyone I don't know. I can't all about sourdough starters, right? I was going to say, but we don't know about other households, so I can't really confirm. Um, I I know about other households from the internet, and from what I understand, everyone and their mom, including my mom. Oh um, yeah, I'm saying I don't know what they smell like because I can't leave the house. Oh, I see. I see. So. 
I, I also double checked, and in the manga where they show Polnareff's first death, where he loses all his limbs, it's it's. <laughs> but he gets some of them. Back. I know. Yeah, it's 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 weird. But he they show it's like not legible in the manga, like the drawing. It's like really. It's really tiny and it's all in black and white and it's just like it's just sort of like you can sort of see like the hint of a body and maybe some body parts. Whereas like in the anime, it's like here's here, we didn't they didn't they didn't draw black ovals over nope. it or anything. Like that was just they're like you're wow. a, you're a man now. You can look at this. Yeah, <laughs> just and we're like we are. Yeah, I was not we really are a man. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh yeah, so for once in his life, in his soon to be over life Polnareff gets to be at the top of the staircase and some motherfuckers yes. walking up to him I didn't even catch that and I am so fucking glad yeah. that I'm doing this podcast so I could hear that analysis and it's also kind of switched because Diavolo's the one on the bottom of the stairs and he's like nope I'm actually above you and like the time skip yeah and the time skip it's 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 awesome and and just a note to our listeners I was being coy about this in previous episodes before Polnareff was revealed to be the guy in the um, in the computer, basically. But that's why I was taking care to point out all the various stairway things and how they play with that whole stairway thing in the uh, with like going up and down in the Green Day arc. So yeah, yeah, because it's just it's the Polnareff season. Yeah, it turns out. I mean, given that Polnareff's two like points of anxiety are staircases and bathrooms, he should really be considering himself lucky, right? Uh, it could be much this worse. Is how he comes to his, his and, like like sticky in, end. Yeah, otherwise it would be like <laughs> a, a a toilet licks him. Yeah. So now is the time for me to talk about how, though I do not enjoy the character design at all, the way that Diavolo is illustrated in the anime is proof that even in the anime, Bruno is wearing lingerie. It's not a tattoo. All right. Prove it, please. Okay. So Diavolo is wearing both a weird mesh ensemble thing and has tattoos on his arms. And you know this because the tattoos are like a lighter gray blue, whereas the mesh shirt is a very clear, distinct black, almost like too black. I don't like it. Anyway, the point is that Bruno does not have the faded skin ink color on his chest design. His is also very black, which is yet again proof as a, it hasn't Rocky said in the past in the manga, or did we just willfully decide? No, in the manga, there's a part where he's pulling it down. And there's a thing, right. So yeah. So you can see. It it should have been lingerie. It is lingerie. I don't care what anybody says. He's wearing a cami under there. As he, as his, his right. So yeah, that's what it is. It's fancy lace. Fact checked. (laughs) Nice. So Diavolo is good for something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finally, Diavolo's purpose is clear. Yeah, but then, uh, unfortunately, he murders Polnareff again, and Polnareff actually (laughs) does... Oh, no. Well, I'm just reading my notes. <laughs> it's hard. Know, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I mean, it's very sorry sad. To, sorry it to is say sad. That, uh, Guys, I, got, yet again I can't murdered. really. If you <laughs> expect me right now to be sad about fictional death, sorry, you're going to be waiting a while. If you expect me right now to be sad about Polnareff, right? it's not happening. Polnareff isn't real. He's fine. <laughs> he could live again. They could snap their fingers and just do. They could do like what they do with Rohan and just make infinite spinoffs. Can they please not though? I know. <laughs> what I'm saying is that he's never actually gone because he's fucking fictional and he's fine and he's healthy and he's not having respiratory distress. But so when really, he, when he gets punched through the chest, he does flash 
we see another flashback to the uh, part three boys. Yeah, and it's the montage of like people who are dead. So we assume at this point that Joseph Joestar is dead because he's in that. Because it's Joseph Avdal and Iggy and Kakuin. Fantastic. So Joseph Joestar has finally died. Yes, and is apparently hanging out in heaven, Egypt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dead dog me. hell, yeah, Egypt. Yeah, you mean dead dog hell because Iggy's there. That's true, yeah. yeah. Real quick thing about dead dog hell. Yeah. Always got time for Dead Dog Hell. So I was making Court read. Court doesn't listen to our podcast because they're uh, an unsupportive partner. partner. I mean, I have no (laughs) point of comparison since my partner (laughs) makes the podcast. So Um, I think it's reasonable. But they, uh, I was, as you do, I was making them read all of our podcast titles in succession. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Those things are great. And uh, they got to one about dead dog hell and they were like ah and i was like well <laughs> you have to understand dead dog hell is a is a it's a a vast space fount of lore yeah this episode ends with polnareff is dead his stand dissolves into goo yes not sure. normally how that As, happens yeah we've seen that happen many times diavolo has the arrow and then a weird ghost uh, like Renaissance like clown silvery, looking guy, silvery three musketeers looking motherfucker. Yeah, chevalier. We're gonna go with a chevalier. There we go. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's like know, it's like I, a play on like a on like a swordsman. Yeah. 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 I just feel like that's what it is. Even though I I could not define chevalier for you if you asked me to. It's a French word though, so it's probably what it is. It's French word. He's got he's got a big hat. With a feather in it. And, and poofy pants. And poofy pants. Very poofy pants. But also, I would say an acceptable use of CGI. Um, I think mm-hmm. it looks cool. Oh, totally. And, uh, and that thing's sort of wandering around ominously, and it looks like it's got an arrow in its neck. And then that's it. To be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Definitely, obviously not connected to Polnareff at all. Right. And Weird. everyone's like, what? Weird French swordsman looking thing. It's also, fine. The, the music during this part is good. It's good and ominous. Yeah. Well no, it's it's... It is distressing to me how uneven the season gets. Yes, I agree. I wonder um, what the Blu-ray is like. I do too. Too bad we can have no way of knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't confirm. We'll never know and no one just, will ever know. We'll just wonder about it forever. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Mista would leave for that wall. 